Hello, everybody. Once again, this is Keith Music Man Hanalek with my podcast, The Final on Vinyl. And today we have a special guest, Louis Anthony Delisle, um, doctor, actually. And uh, he has a new album coming out called A Gift of Moments, um, which I had the pleasure of covering and will be posting at some point. And how are we doing today? Uh, we're we're doing fine, uh, Keith. Uh, you might want to... I, I don't know your redo situation here, but the last name is pronounced Delise. Delise. You know what? I got that stuck on my head. It's Delisle for some reason. And That's one of okay. the first things I was going to do was ask you how to say your last and, name and I, and I And I totally <laughs> derailed you. I'm sorry. Um, you know, <laughs> you did. <laughs> I, 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 work, I, I uh, worked a lot as a, a musician playing in pits for big shows and big acts and stuff, and I had the chance to work with Dom DeLuise back in the 90s. And oh. I went up, up to him on, on a break, and um, a break at the rehearsal, and I, I told him that a lot of people often confuse my last name with his, and, uh, you know, we we talked and laughed about that. And he was very gracious and asked me all kinds of questions about my family and my background and stuff. But anyway, the, it's not DeLuise. It's it's Delise <laughs> and it's not Delisle. So there you go. Yeah, it's uh, pretty easy to get my, my train going on a different track, you know. <laughs> that, that's all right, man. I, I, I apologize. No, no worries. Uh, just so you know, folks out there, we had a little conversation prior to starting this uh, re- recording and interview. So getting back to your music and, and your story, um, Lewis, um, I know you had some issues in your childhood and you overcame them. And can you tell the audience, you know, what happened? When was you, what was your epiphany when you realized everything that you'd done um, to this point has got you to where you are today? Was there a certain day that that happened and launched you into recording music? Hmm. You know, I, no one's ever asked me that before, Keith. That's <laughs> that's a terrific question. And I don't know that I have an answer with a precise date a, at all, um, I, only because it seems like I've been a musician forever. And, I mean, I almost have been a musician forever, ever since I was a little kid, um, eight years old probably I, I knew I wanted to be a musician uh, you know I saw some man playing a uh, keyboard uh, organ on uh, local Philadelphia television and I just was drawn to that you know to that idea of, of uh, making music and being involved it, it spoke to me so I don't know that I can pinpoint a date but it's it's certainly been something I've uh, I'm happy I uh, decided to do it's it's really carried me uh, it's really carried me right so how many albums do you have out currently well um that's uh that depends i'll sound like an economist um if you're talking about uh, albums with my name on them uh as the featured artist then i have one and almost a second one so the second album under my own name uh will be uh, i will be releasing in april of this year of 2021 um <clears throat> as far as other albums are concerned um geez dozens uh, where i'm working as a 
an arranger, arranger conductor, or a songwriter, arranger conductor. <laughs> you know, some some sort or some combination of uh, writing arrangements, conducting, or playing piano or playing percussion. Because I'm a, an orchestral percussionist by training as well. So you know, dozens of albums with lots of different different artists. Uh, where I'm a, a behind-the-scenes dude. You know, they they used to call them sidemen in the in the business, but I guess that's kind of that's kind of out of favor now. So I'm I'm a side person, <laughs> a studio okay, musician. Yes, right. I yeah, get it. There, there yeah. you go. So, so lots of, lots of those, lots of those. Yeah. Well, that's definitely great experience. And when did you decide to go solo? What happened? What changed? Well, I, you know what changed. Um, I, you know, I, I, I've been a composer, I think, my all of my life, really. Um, and I uh, have worked uh, early on, uh, when I was first out of music school, I worked in the record business and in writing music for broadcasting and advertising and um, all that kind of stuff. Um, as I was raising a family, you know, and and uh, that was that was my living. I was part of that, what I call the the vast middle class of American musicians, you know, making working stiff musicians. Um, and um, I have always been composing uh, concert music, you know, music that people play at recitals and and concert halls and stuff, chamber music and orchestral music. Um, I started uh, being published as a concert music composer um somewhere in the 2000s you know i don't know uh, 2014 maybe and um with that with the advent of of uh, a print uh, of my compositions being published in print um i uh, started having the itch to to record them and other pieces i was composing uh and putting them out so you know, so it's it's a pretty recent thing, and in the background you can hear our cat Bella, who apparently wants to uh, wants to sing for you. So <laughs> I, I, I apologize. Um, yeah, so it's a you know the the solo act kind of thing. Solo records is is kind of a, a new, uh, you know, pretty recent thing. Was that something you always had in the back of your mind and just had to tell yourself, well, I have to be ready for this moment? No, no, no really not. No, not really. Um, it, it's more of an itch that had to be scratched, but the itch didn't really come up until more recently. Um, no, I, I've always, um, you know, from when I was a teenager and I saw uh, musicians on famous records who were members of the band or the orchestra who also wrote the compositions or the arrangements, um, I thought, man, that's really cool. You know, I, I, I want to be, uh, I want to be like uh, Johnny Williams or somebody, you know, working with the, the Maynard Ferguson band and, and, you know, playing in the, playing in the orchestra and, and then writing the charts. Um, so I was always pretty content doing that, you know, um, but, uh, um, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know that I have a good answer for you. 
<laughs> How about that? <clears throat> All right. That's your answer. I, I, I can accept that. Okay. So um, a gift of moments. Yes. Now, that title is very expressive, very meaningful as far as I can yes. tell. Um, yes. Is that your philosophy, every moment is a gift in life? Well, I, you know, I think it is. Uh, I, I think it is. Uh, you know, the title comes, uh, I, I borrowed it from something that a, a friend wrote about her deceased husband, and she described their time together as a gift of moments. And I just, I'm giving myself goosebumps thinking about it. And it's, you know, with this whole uh, quarantine situation we've been dealing with, uh, and today you're, we're recording this on March 5th, 2021, and today is precisely one year that my wife and I, Teresa and I, have been locked down at home with uh, with Bella, who is now singing louder. Um, and uh, yeah, I you know I think I think that's been my philosophy for long a long long time. But I think um, <clears throat> this uh, this time this past year and uh, has really served to uh, concentrate my attention. You know. Uh, mm. on that on that philosophy you know there's a lot of positives to things that happen in life even if it initially gets you in a, a situation that you're stressed out about you don't know what's going to happen you're scared yes. and, you know you you look at everything and go wait a minute there's there's, there's a creak in that door i'm going to walk through it see where it brings me and, yeah it, you know it, exactly Exactly. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. I mean, music has really been, uh, I, I describe it as my balm of choice. You know, it's always music since I was a little kid has been that which has soothed me. You know, it's a self, self-soothing thing. Um, so, so there's that part of it. Um, and then <clears throat> the other part of it is just a desire uh, for expression you know i think we um we, as as composers i think we um hear i'm awfully sorry about that we hear music um that we want we want to bring to life you know we we hear stuff uh, and we have to make it so i think to some extent you know i make music that i want to hear and now I'm mm-hmm. very, I'm very, very fortunate that other people want to hear it too. So that's that's kind of a cool thing. But I think it's those two things. It's that self-soothing aspect of music, which again, I'm very thankful that other people use my music for that kind of uh, meditative and healing, uh, those kinds of purposes. Um, but it's also the idea of, you know, I I want to. I want to hear music that sounds a certain way, so that's so I so I make it. You know, that's uh, that's that. <laughs> that's definitely a gift, you know. And this is uh, this is great, you know. All these interviews I do are very organic. I don't cut or edit anything, and you know, <laughs> people are going to listen to this. They're going to hear me screwing up your last name, a cat meowing, a phone going off. <laughs> This is what life is today during a well, pandemic. When you're talking to people on Zoom or whatever, that's the way it is, you know. Well, you know, you know what? I thought I would be really, really hip here and 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 talk to you, talk with you, uh, in in my 
living room as opposed to sitting in my recording studio where I sit every day. And, uh, you know, of course, it's it's pretty uh, pretty quiet in there because <laughs> it's a studio. You hear nothing. Um, but I, I, I thought I'd be really hip and sit in the living room here because it's nice and bright and it's a beautiful day here in uh in South New Jersey, and uh, and there you have it. So you get, and your your listeners get the benefit of hearing Bella and my other phone. So there you go. <laughs> well, I have a little friend here um, that I have to worry about. He's a little yapper, and oh, only boy. one time that happened, um, and it's like, and it was really funny because um, I was talking to a blues artist, and um, <laughs> one, of, one of the songs was something about barking. It was really ironic. There you go. Happened. Oh, that's funny. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So what kind of music did you listen to when you were growing up? I'm just interested to know that. Oh, man, I was weird. I, I you know, I came up uh, in the late 60s, and, and while all my classmates were uh, were, were listening to, to rock, uh, the rock of the day, uh, which was pretty significant. Uh, I was listening to jazz. I, I was listening to jazz and some classical music, but um, you know, I I really liked uh, Dave Brubeck and George Shearing and uh, the organist Jimmy Smith and mm. the sax- saxophonist uh, Plaz Johnson and uh, the big bands of Stan Kenton and Maynard Ferguson. And I, I would listen to all those folks and I, I would go see them at concerts and stuff, you know, and it was, um, it was great, you know? So, so yeah, I listened to that stuff and, uh, some classical music, but I really didn't get the classical music bug until I went to music school. Uh, so, which is kind of, I suppose a little backwards from, from a lot of people. And then somewhere later, um, I really got into listening to rock and pop stuff and developed an appreciation for it. So, um, it's kind of funny, huh? Kind of, <laughs> kind of a little bit backwards. I don't know, but yeah, not for your musician. It isn't, I don't think, I mean, no. typically musicians are, an open door and they want to listen to everything and try everything. You, you know? know, that's, yeah, no, I think that's really true. I, I, I have a very open mind about, you know, what, what's good. You know, Duke Ellington famously said there's only, there are only two kinds of music, good music and bad music. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just style wise or genre wise, uh, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's kind of, it's all rock and roll to me. You know, it, it, it doesn't matter. Do you believe that classical music is the foundation to everything that we hear? I always thought that and, and believe that. I put it in my reviews quite a bit, actually. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, to, I think there there's some truth to that in that, you know, I'm going to get real wonky on you here because I have that, uh, that academic side, uh, but uh, there certainly is uh, a lot of truth in saying that Virtually all of our popular music of any any genre, any kind, is rooted in classical harmony. Um, so that you know the the harmony that people from what we call the common practice period, you know, roughly from when Bach was born 
1685 through about 1750, that harmony that undergirds all of that classical music and and, late Baroque music is the same harmony that we use in all of the stuff that we play. I don't care what it is, you know, to some extent, to, to not mm. to some extent, virtually all of it, whether it's uh, rock or, or pop or uh, the kind of ambient stuff that I do or country, you know, whatever, it, it's all undergirded. So, so yeah, I think there's a lot of truth to that statement. Mm. Yeah. Harmonics, yeah. Yeah, the the, the the harmonies, the harmonic structure, you know, the chord progressions, you know, the, right. the if you're in the key of C, you go from C to F to G in 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 some way, shape, or form, and that happens in all the music that we do, you know. So, so I guess can't do that and and you, bounce that off right. of you. Yeah, you're right. So, you're absolutely right. Well, thanks. Good to know I'm right once in a while. <laughs> Isn't that something? I I don't remember the last time I was actually. But <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah. what are you a doctor of? What did you get your doctorate in? I I am a doctor of music. Uh, my degree is a doctor of musical arts in composition. So, oh. yeah. So it's a, a terminal degree in the. Uh, in the field of, uh, of music composition. Terminal degree? What's a terminal degree? Uh, well, I mean, it, it's, it's, as, it's as far as you can go <laughs> with it. You know, you, oh, you, that's where it stops. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's where it stops, right. That's where they stop charging you, I think, is what, what happens. Um, so, yeah, my, my first degree is, my bachelor's degree is in um, uh, composition and percussion, orchestral percussion playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my master's is in composition, and the doctorate is in composition as well. So we've talked about a lot of different things. To this day, what are some of the things you like to hear and what inspires you? Who do you listen to nowadays? Oh. Well, you know, what what I just said is, is true. Uh, you know, I, I, I do listen to a lot of different kinds of music um i i think um i i certainly listen to the music that my uh, colleagues are producing uh i think there are some very fine composers and you're going to ask me to name names and i'm not going to name names but um there there are some very fine people working today um composers and performers of the past uh, I've been very influenced and still listen to uh, people like Dave Brubeck and um, um, oh gosh, <laughs> ask me another question, Keith. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. I listen to so much different stuff. I was listening to the Foo Fighters this morning. Their their new record is really cool. I really like it a lot. You know, so that, so I listen. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really it's really good. It's got a great rhythm track. Uh, really, really, really good. Uh, so I was listening to the Foo Fighters early this morning. Uh, why would anybody do that on a nice sunny day in, in March? I have no clue, but I did. Um, you know, so... Uh, I, what's that? It's cold out. 
Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. But, you know, I'll listen to that stuff. I'll listen to, uh, you know, some of my ambient music friends later in the day at, at night. Um, you know, I'll I'll try to study uh, something that uh, Darius Mio wrote or uh, Bach. I, I oftentimes, you asked about inspiration, Who who's my inspiration. I really do go way back to... Um, Johann Sebastian Bach, and I'll, I'll read through some of his music. I find it amazingly inspirational and and just uh, it, it's religious. It really is. There's something about his music that's just amazing, and and his contemporary mm-hmm. uh, Telemann. I love Telemann and, and uh, Vivaldi, and so I tend to I, I I really like Baroque music a lot. And if my kids were here, I, they they would say, "Well, Dad, why don't you fix it?" Um, you see, it's Baroque. You get it. Sorry. Oh um, boy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. Perpetual. That's I would do too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Perpetual dad jokes. You know. But I, I really, lo- I really love that stuff. And at the same time, I really love uh, um, a lot of what's going on today. You know, it's quite amazing if you think about it, hundreds of years ago that these great composers suddenly showed up on Earth and created a foundation <laughs> for everything. You know, it's like they must have been yeah. set from a different planet. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they kind of evolved. You know, they grew out of other music that was, you know, everybody kind of builds on what, what has come before. You know, they they built yeah. on other church music and, and, and folk music that was happening. Um in their parents' generation, perhaps, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and they, and they were working stiff musicians too, you know, I mean, Bach and Telemann and, and Vivaldi all had church gigs. You know, that was their, <laughs> that was their bread and butter. So great acoustics in a church, right? Uh, could be. Yeah. Could be. <laughs> well, Lewis, it's been a wonderful afternoon. You just made my day speaking to oh, you man. and, you know, it's uh, nice to connect. Like Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I've seen your name so often for so long. It's it's nice to speak with you finally. And and I can't believe that uh, that this is over so quickly. Holy moly. Uh, I know. Huh? It, 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 flew, it, it flew by. Thank you so much, Keith. Well, I thank you. And uh, look forward to posting your review and getting the word out about your great new music. Great. Thank you so much. And uh, I look forward to speaking with you again. Take care. Okay, Lewis. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now.